Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with Robert Lewis of Inc. Realty, Philip talks about how wealthy people strategically use their balance sheet, why some of Dave Ramsey's debt advice falls short in today's economic environment, and outside-of-the-box strategies for building wealth. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, back with another episode of the Ask Philip podcast, and back with R- Rob the Realtor. What up, Rob? What's going on, sir? I'm I'm good, man. I'm good. Hey, we 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 talked about um, having another level up conversation, you know, for the audience, and and we touched a little bit upon this in an episode with me and you, and in other episodes. You know, like with with John, we talked about using life insurance uh, as collateral against other things you want to do. We talked about using I talked about using your brokerage account, uh, investment brokerage account as collateral, um, things that rich people do. Uh, Alice and I even talked about it as well. And you and I talked about uh, real estate, um, what you can do with with your equity. But we want to go deeper on on the real estate equity, because, uh, you know, I really believe that based on everything going on economically, right, which I won't nerd out on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the one of the best places to like save money in an environment where they're making the money worth less with all the money printing. Uh, you know, I, everybody know how, how I feel about Bitcoin being the, the fastest horse in the race. But I think another good savings account, like a good, especially when you combine, you know, putting debt on it is, is real estate. Especially if you live in Texas, Tennessee, or Florida, which a lot of folks that we're that listen are in Texas because that's where you can imagine everybody outside the U.S. from a country standpoint or just from a pol- political standpoint is really in a shit show, you know. And then you go within, <laughs> then you go within the U.S. and you know New York and California is a shit show. And so you think, where are the places that everybody wants to live right now? Uh, that's that's relatively well as Texas, Tennessee, and Florida. That's where everybody's moving because you know they're not they're not ultra socialist. They're relatively they're relatively uh, uh, centrist, you know, in their thinking. Right? They don't demonize making money, uh, but they also, you know, yeah, they just, they don't demonize making money. So not, I don't, I don't too, yeah, I don't I don't, don't want to go too far down that political rabbit hole, but. But where, but where I'm going with it is, so you got areas where it's going to be really good to save in real estate. But I and, and what I and, but the thing that I think a lot of people want to do nowadays is be very strategic about their overall balance sheet, right? Meaning, um, since real estate is going to be a great place to save money, it it you know it means acquire it, but it also doesn't mean you have to just lock it up there. Like I give you like an example, like we, you know, we 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 did a refi and we took some of the money. And bought some Bitcoin with it, right? You know, mm-hmm. we left quite a bit of equity in the house, and, and we came out with, you know, cash flow still. Actually, cash flow ended up being better in the whole situation, and got some money out for uh, to, to to put to put into Bitcoin. By the way, I don't recommend that to everybody. You have to you have to be strategic about your balance sheet and what you're doing. Um, but 
I plan to do that every two years because rates ain't rates in my opinion are not going up. Uh, it can't, it'll bankrupt the gov- government, but the price of real estate will keep going up. So we'll just keep as we can buy more real estate, buy more real estate with a little bit of money and then strategically pull out equity to reinvest it back where we want to reinvest it, you know, every few years, which is what the rich folks do. But right. I, I want to set that up to, to, to get your thoughts uh, as a realtor, like your perspective, what you see your other, you know, well-to-do clients do with their real estate. Because uh, I, I want to level up the conversation, level up the thought, right? Because again, everybody hears, pay off your home, pay off your debt, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, that stuff is, 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 is legit and true in an environment where they're not making the value of your money worth less and they're not keeping debt cheap, but the rules change, right? All the day Ramsey stuff you got to throw out the window, you know, pay off credit card debt, but I don't know about like cheap 30 year home debt or, right. you know, <laughs> you, you know, you got, you have a lot of different schools of thought. Um, I mean, and, and you looking at it from a financial standpoint, of course, sticking with real estate. I mean, you got two different extremes. You got your, your David Ram, you've got your Dave Ramsey extreme. Dave Ramsey is doing very well in life using his system. And then you got your Robert Kiyosaki extreme. Robert Kiyosaki is doing very well in life. And, and they live on two totally different spectrums. Robert Kiyosaki loves debt. He said, give it to me all day because I don't have to pay taxes. Dave Ramsey, I don't want any debt. I'm, 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 I'm a cash flowing person. So either way, you can do well. Now, when, when, when looking at it from a real estate perspective, perspective in my humble opinion, um, it's all about your, your cash flow. Like you said, um, it makes sense to refi if you can basically get better cash flow for yourself personally, because that means you'll have more money to invest, um, even though you're not, quote unquote, and I know we were talking about this earlier, you're not, you're, you're making more money, but money is not worth as much as what it was previously. Uh, so you need somewhere to store it where it's going to protect the value that you have um, as an asset. Real estate is obviously one of the best places to do it. Uh, Like you said, you can literally refinance. You can refinance every year. Every year, like do cash out refinances every year, as long as it financially makes sense and and your bank is willing to do it. Um, Most banks have an 80% threshold for loan to value. So as long as you're staying below that 80% threshold, you're good to go. So you can always take money out and eliminate a debt or buy a car cash or uh, invest more into, you know, Bitcoin or more real estate. It's all about it's all about protecting uh, the money that you have uh, in in an asset that is going to continue to grow in value um, and then making sure that your cash flow is right. So that you can live, because at the end of the day, if, if your cash flow is not right, you're not going to be able to live. <laughs> so, I mean, everybody knows my standpoint. You know, you got to live somewhere. Uh, you might as well own it, uh, and and it is the best savings plan available. 
because I don't know any bank that on the low end is paying 3% a year. And on the low end, that's what you're going to get in real estate. Right. And, you know, uh, if I really think about it hard. Well, and and that's that's 3% 3 on the total asset. So it ends up being more when you calculate your, your equity, right? Right, right, exactly. That that's on the total asset, let's, not on what you owe or just your equity. That's total asset. Right, right, right. You want to do it? You don't? You want to do a math to break it down for somebody? So, like, so, like, if your house is worth two hundred thousand and it appreciates by three percent, what's that? Six grand. Yeah, that's six grand. But if you only have to put in ten grand to buy the two hundred thousand home, right now your ten grand made. Like sixty percent, because right. you because you bought the you bought you you use one ninety of debt money to to uh, uh, to finance it. So right, exactly. So in, in like real life example, so um, I had a rental uh, that I paid, uh, and when I say paid, I mean what I had to write a check for at closing, roughly about fifteen grand, and that rental on a yearly basis gets me about four grand. So even the money that I have, even just looking at that as an investment standpoint, I'll get my 15 grand back in what, four years, basically. Mm -hmm. And 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 they're paying for the taxes, the 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 note and everything. It's fully covered. and, And I'm walking away with, and I say four grand just for easy math is actually a little bit more than that. But so in four years, I'll have that back uh, and I can do the same thing again. Let me go buy another house, put 15 grand. And then, you know, now I've got two of them going. And then you just and that's just protecting your money as an asset. I'm not I don't do anything. Somebody else manages it for me. Um, they find the tenants. They, they collect it. All I do is see money deposited into the account every week. It is literally like an investment. It is it is a, what they say, passive investment where you don't have to do anything. There's no work involved. Yeah, just keep that credit score high. Yeah, and I think- <laughs> yeah, and I, Right. And I, and I think one of the things that, you know, because a lot of people that are attracted to this kind of stuff, you know, I know I was when I was like super duper like, I don't, I hate the word broke, but like, I didn't have any, I didn't have a strong income source. And like when I read Kari Kisaki, I was like 19 years old, like in college, you know what I mean? And so, you know, it, it wasn't until recently where I felt comfortable doing it because I understood the math. I could do the math. And then I think you also have to have very strong cash flow to do it. Right. So like, if you're like struggling to make ends meet and you're looking to do this kind of stuff as a come up to make money, I think that's a terrible idea. Right. I think it's, you know, I think it's like trying to be in a fight and you're trying to knock somebody out in the first round in the first 30 seconds. Like that's just the way to get your get whooped. You right. Know I mean? Right. Um, you know, you have Go to the gate swinging. Yeah. Yeah. You have to you have to operate from a power of strength and not desperation. That's when that's when it makes the most sense. Agree. Agree. It, like they say, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes, sir. You you don't want to, you know, I ran track in high school and and you would see cats running a quarter. They gas out after that first 150 
and you just cruise right on past. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. They, yep. All right. What? Well, anything else you want to? Uh, you think is good to throw in there? I think we. I, you know, I think from my standpoint, um, I enjoy what we cover. What What else you got? Um, I mean, that's the gist of it. Go. I mean, let, let's go buy some houses. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the gist of it. Let's go get more real estate in Texas. Uh, Tennessee, and, and it doesn't. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be a house. Like we in Texas, so it could be land. And, and I've known people that do it. I, I'm I'm not well versed in it. But you can lo- literally go get acres and have people and people will pay you to go hunt on your land. They will pay you for their cattle to graze on your land. They'll pay you to put their horses on your land. Uh, and all you did was buy a parcel. That's it. Here's my prediction. In Texas, you take Dallas Metroplex and you draw a, a circle around it. What what's two hours? 120 miles. So you draw a 120 mile circle right uh, around the heart of Dallas, and then you and you can go out to that circle and like just just buy up stuff because I think I think with the with the internet trend of everything like going digital uh, and everybody moving here. I mean, mm-hmm. I, and and you got Texas becoming a a Bitcoin mining you know, uh, powerhouse where you can just put up Bitcoin mining machines in areas with, with lots of wind and water or places or lots of sun where people typically may or may not be, um, which, which, and I, that's a whole nother conversation, right? But it, it you, you, you can now places where you couldn't have a community because you didn't have enough people to buy the energy, right? Bitcoin miners can soak that up. So it's, it's just a lot of things that are um, going to, make buying real estate extremely attractive in Texas from every standpoint. Right. But I, I think that the outer skirts is, is going to grow faster than the inner, than the suburbs, um, you know, over the next decade. Well, the thing is, and you brought up another point, even with like wind energy, when, when the wind turbines became a big thing, when I tell you people got rich off of that, just because they had land in Indiana, because you know, Indiana's flat. So you know, the wind just goes straight through. People just had land and they and the wind turbine company leased their land to put wind turbines up there. And folks made a killing off of it. But and I know I went off on a, on a bit of a tangent on that one. But uh, long story short. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and the fact that, you know, all of these. You don't have to go to the city anymore. You don't have to like back in the, you know, everything used to be in the city. All of the major businesses were in the city. All of the major shopping was in the city. You you used to have to go to the city to get business taken care of. Nowadays, if you live in Mansfield, you don't have to leave Mansfield for nothing. For nothing, right. If, if, if you live in Forney, you don't have to leave Forney for anything and it's going to continue that same pattern is going to continue to grow all of these smaller uh all these smaller quote-unquote suburbs uh they're they're not the suburbs of old right Um, they, they they are their own fully functioning cities 
uh, with everything that you could possibly need right there. Uh, yeah, so. you're right. We, we, we go, we go, you know, days without leaving, you know, a, a, a three mile radius of our home. I mean, days probably. And we, we, we would go weeks, but you know, my in-laws live in, 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 in you know, uh, Red Oak Oak Villa and we go there every Sunday. But if it wasn't for that, you know what I'm saying? We, shoot, we, we be going weeks oh. in the same radius. Uh, well, you, I could get them closer to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be a hard that's gonna be a hard sell. It's a hard sell. <laughs> a hard sell. <laughs> duly noted. Duly noted. Yes, sir. And uh-huh. and, I, and and the hardest person to sell is gonna be is gonna be. I don't know. It's gonna be hard all around because mother in law she be one. She be uh she just want to move in with us and get all all, all get us all the house together because she ain't gonna be able to get what she want out here. But she wants the master bedroom. Like no, like no. <laughs> oh, I got a solution for that too. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, let everybody know they can reach if they have any questions. Uh, best way to get a hold of me is my cell phone, 317 372 3022. You can uh, uh, reach me via email, rob at inkrealtygroup.com. That's ink with a K. And I am on social media. Rob L. The Realtor across most channels. Look me up. I'm kind of interesting. Well, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. Talk to y'all later. Make it a great one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.